Help, I got a Mac podcast episode number 160. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Help, I Got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I am Chris Biding. We're here each and every week to talk all things Apple. And of course, you can probably imagine we're going to talk about iPad 2, whether or not either of us have one. And of course, there is all kinds of other wonderful news that's going on in the Apple universe. And we're going to share a lot of that with you right Mm -hmm. now. So Chris, my friend, tell me, do you happen to be in front of a new iPad 2 right now? Do you hear this? What is that? That is the sound of my old iPad. <laughs> no, I, I do not. Ha- I do not. The only way I would probably get an iPad 2 is if you bought me one. Yeah? Well, That's I'm not all- even buying me one. And I don't even. And it's weird. Here's the deal. Right now, the you know there there's money right now for me to go out and buy an iPad 2. And, uh, you know, I I have no doubt that if I wanted to, I could even sell my original iPad for a pretty good price. And it, Mm -hmm. not a big deal. I have zero desire still. I mean, now we had this discussion when the original iPad, remember I told you, I don't know, I've just got my iPhone 4 or whatever it was I had at the time. I was like, I just can't imagine wanting that. And, and uh, lo and behold, you know, it's like, oh, I got to have one. Right. Remember that? Or was it? Yeah. Here's, here's the thing though. If it's like, you know, midsummer, end of summer, I would just say wait for iPad 3 at that point. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but but what I'm saying, though, is is that I I was totally, you know, the, the announcement didn't get me. It didn't capture my imagination. The only mm-hmm. thing cool that came out of it is like, man, I, I'll tell you what, I'd really like to have that garage band just to play around with those smart instruments. <laughs> yeah, well, and you what? can get it on your, your existing iPad. I downloaded it onto my existing iPad. It works great. Uh, yeah, now, I'm having fun with it. I, I, I'm kind of bummed out you can only do like 32 bars, but it's still it's still pretty cool for five bucks. Well, here's the situation. I do want to say that it's not optimized, obviously, for the original iPad. Um and I have noticed like just a you know a little hesitation at times when I try to do like more than a few notes at the same time. Right. But still, I mean, it is it it's more than what I had before, and and it actually works pretty darn well. Um, and so I I I've had a lot of fun just playing with it, and the kids are having a blast playing with GarageBand on the iPad. Oh, I bet. Yeah, it's 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 super cool. Definitely worth the uh, the five bucks. And the other thing is, of course, um, I'm wondering if my intern is taking notes because I don't see the iPad, the GarageBand <laughs> app written down yet. <laughs> Parker Lilly's in the house today. He he uh, he is in here taking wonderful copious notes. All right. So anyway, the next thing I was going to say is um, there was something else that came out recently. <laughs> and uh, did I, I tell you about this? I actually saw it on Geek. Beat.tv. Okay, yeah, because I was tweeting about it, and I had a couple of people asking me about it, like last, like last week. So yeah, I had heard about it. It's called iSwifter, which yeah is a horrible name. Yes, it doesn't describe what it does. 
It is an ugly browser. It's awful. It's horrible. But if you want to if you want to watch live flash video, for example, if you wanted to go to gspn.tv/live on Thursday from 8:30 in the morning until 4 in the afternoon, guess what you can do? You can watch it or you, if you if you want to go to hulu.com. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, I I did go to Hulu and and I got a little glitchy, you know, not so great playback there. The way what I had to do in order to get pretty good playback on my iPad. Now, um, I've seen it done on an iPad too, and it it runs great because you know, there's just more horsepower. Yep. But um, if you go and you quit all the apps, the one even the ones that are suspended, because they, even when they're suspended, they still take a little bit of, of RAM. Mm-hmm. Clear all those out. You'll have much better performance. Okay, I didn't even think about that. I've probably got a hundred apps open, or even you know, clear them out and then reboot you. You know, just in case, and you know, like if you know you're going to watch some Hulu or something, mm-hmm. quit all those apps, then reboot, launch that, and you'll have a really good experience at that point. It's a clunky little browser, but it's it was it free or cheap? I can't remember. It's free, and then it nags you, and you can get rid of the nag for ninety nine cents. I went ahead and paid it. Yeah, I went ahead um, and paid for it too, because the nag actually happens three minutes after you start the browser. Once you yeah. get into a movie, it starts nagging you, and it takes you back to the home screen if you hit cancel. And I don't know what it's doing, but it's it's basically, I believe, what it's doing. It's taking the whole page and rent. You know, it, it there's servers somewhere. It takes the whole page and renders it there and then broadcasts that render to you in some kind of stream because if you if you try to scroll on a site real fast it kind of becomes blocky kind of like when you're watching a, a flash video and uh you know you lose some bandwidth and it kind of blocks up a little bit it does the same thing so there's some kind of server side trickery that's happening that would make sense that would explain the mm-hmm. um the latency between you know by from trying to uh scroll a website up and down Exactly. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's like I'm basically doing you, you make a request to their servers. They request to the website. It goes to their servers and then back to you. So there's a there's a man in the middle that's handling all the things. That's why when I was talking about it, I would recommend no one use it for any secure stuff. You know, email, especially banking, any of that kind of stuff. Just because there is another layer of access in there, and you know, if that if that server gets compromised, then they've got all your secrets. Right. Well, and the other thing here is that. Um you know, I, I was thinking this might be something like maybe they're doing like it's almost like doing remote desktop. How I can remote desktop and see my browser that's running Flash. The only thing is, though, is I'm getting audio as well, though. It's, it's so uh, yeah, I don't know how it's doing it. It it works really, really well. And uh, I'm shocked that Apple hasn't hasn't shut it down yet because I know it's not using WebKit because it can't. Yeah. Well, it's called iSwifter. And just go and get it as quickly as you can. And, and they don't announce any kind of like it plays Hulu or anything like that. Basically, what they say is it allows you to play Flash-based games. Yep. Yep. And, and they're trying to keep it under under wraps, but I, it's not going to last too long. So that's why I say go get it and pay the 99 cents to get rid of yep. the nag and yep. keep that baby because it may be the only way you get Flash <laughs> on your iPad for quite some time. Yeah, it was funny. I... I uh I think it was Friday. I was watching something. And I took a couple screenshots and I posted it on Facebook and on Twitter, like Hulu on my iPad. What? Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm getting like floods from people, like, "What did you do? How did you do it?" So. And so here we are. So far, we've talked. We're talking about our original iPad mm-hmm. playing GarageBand, 
and yep. also watching Hulu and and the ability to do Flash and yep. and visit gspn.tv slash live on Thursdays. Now, have you have you actually held an iPad too? Because uh, co- a couple of the guys at work have them, and I, I got to play with it. What did you think? It's really fast. It's yeah. it's. It's so thin. I mean, it's it's it, it's comical how thin it is. It looks like it's fake, and uh, it's just really nice to hold. You know, you know how your iPad has like kind of corners. You know, all of it's kind of smoothed out, so it's a little nicer to hold in your hand. Yeah. Um. The the guy whose iPad I was playing with, he got the leather uh, smart cover thing for it, and that yeah. thing is pretty cool. You know, it it locks into place, and it you, know, you, you roll do, it back. And, you, what? Okay, so you roll it back, and you do the little triangle thing when you're holding it, then. Yeah, or you can just take it off, or just take it off and set it down. Okay, but yeah, I mean, like, it works great as a stand, and it it's it's neato, man. I, I you know, all right, I'm not gonna buy one, but uh, sure, you know, it's it, it's a very very nice device. So so here's what I'm hearing is a couple things about iPad two is that number one, it is super super thin, and one of the benefits of the thicker iPad is the resonance that happens for the audio. And one of the things, things yeah, that I, initi- I would say that it's the the, the the original one's louder. Yes, that's that's what I'm hearing. It's louder and has more bass. the 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 audio has more bass to it, and so um, it, it's funny listening to Mac Break Weekly because I hear you know Andy Anako, and it's like, yeah, it does this, but and he's like, but I love it, love it, love it, I love it, I love it. I'm an Apple fanboy, blah 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 blah. blah, blah. And I'm like, seriously, dude, it, you just paid more money for this thing, and the audio is crappier than on the original yeah how can you be excited about that here's the thing everything that i do with the exception of games i do play a lot of games on my ios devices and and the graphics department is where the ipad 2 really really got a bump but uh watching things like movies surfing the web email twitter all that kind of stuff works just fine it's fast enough on my iPad, so I'm not really. I don't feel like I'm missing anything at this point. Well, here, but what I'm saying though is, if I was to upgrade to the iPad too, and my audio was not as loud or sound as good with deep basses mm-hmm. as what my original does, I would be upset. I would yeah, be really. I, I upset use my headphones more than anything, so I don't, it wouldn't be a huge deal to me. I don't. I I sit back and watch Netflix or. Or, uh, you know, and we're going to talk about my new favorite app in just a minute uh, <laughs> that I, I listen to in the morning. And I, I hardly ever listen to it with earbuds or headphones. And yeah. and the iPad that I have is just barely loud enough, but it is loud enough. And it has, I'm blown away by watching a TV show like on back, you know, back when ABC had V on the ABC player, which I have no idea why they don't have that. But anyway, uh, when I would watch that, it's like, man, the sound of this thing is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it, it does have really that, good sound for just one speaker. And and to hear that the iPad 2 has, you know, crappy sound, and, and that's the how I've heard people say, you know, the speakers are smaller and the resonance is not there because the case is so much thinner. Yeah, because um, the iPad 2 does kind of, or the iPad 1 does kind of, the case does kind of act like a, a sound channel. Yeah, it it, kind of, it rumbles in your hand. Yeah, kind of like so. And the other thing I've heard about iPad too that that is coming out is that the camera is the still camera is horrendous. Oh yeah, it's the same one that's on the uh, iPad or the iPhone or the iPod Touch. Right. You know, but here's the thing, and, and this is the problem I have with the uh, the Galaxy Tab and the Zoom and all these tablets. It's like. I would feel like a tool, like holding it out and shooting video or shooting pictures with it, just because it's so big. 
you know, I would much rather use, you know, I think the iPhone 4 camera is outstanding in, in video and uh, in, in picture taking. It's, it's, it is. It's every bit as good as any point and shoot that I've had. And, uh, you know, I've, al- I've always got that with me. I don't always have my iPad with me, you know, especially if I'm walking around or if I'm, I'm somewhere. I don't take, I'm, I'm not the kind of person that takes my iPad to like a restaurant or anything like that. Um, you know, until maybe I want it once my kid is born and older, then that might change. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, so I, I'm going to shoot video with, with the best thing that I have, and that's generally my iPhone. Yeah. Well, I, I just think it's weird that it's not as good as an iPhone, the the camera. I, that, yeah, they cheapened that on it. Yeah, and, and, and the thing is, is you know, it makes me th- – I have no doubt that iPad 3, I'm gonna have, it's going to have that better camera. That It's just their way of continuing to get yeah, people to upgrade. Exactly, and, and that's the kind of the product cycle that I'm, I'm kind of decided that would probably make the most sense is, you know, I'm not going to get, you know, iPhone 5, one, because I'm on the contract, and two, you know – I know that I, iPhone six will be you know that much better, so it may be one of those things where you kind of get in that cycle of you skip every you know you get every other one. Yeah, you know? that's what I've been doing with the iPhone. And yeah, and I think that that's probably what I'll do with the iPad. Yep, me as well. So let me tell you another reason why I love have refallen in love yeah. with my iPad. <laughs> me too. I've I've kind of fallen in love with mine again. I want to say something, man. I, I tell you, I wake up in the morning and I cannot wait. Uh, and, and, uh, I never would have dreamed it possible for me to, to actually like this application as much as I do. Okay. I have fallen in love with the daily. You like it, huh? Oh my god. I like gosh. it too. Um, it's I, awesome. I let my subscription lapse, but I'm think I was thinking about renewing it at some point. And, you know, I, when I normally, when I lay in bed or, or, you know, especially when, well, especially when I lay in bed, there's a couple apps that, that I, that I use. One of them is Flipbook mm-hmm. <clears throat> or Flipboard. And uh, Pulse, you know, those are kind of my news readers. But on the flip side, what I do like about the daily is that it's it's almost like you can't think of it as a daily newspaper. No, you've got to think of it as kind of like getting um, Newsweek every day. Okay, it's more magazine than newspaper. I think I would I would say so. But although I I think it is more, I don't know. I think it's more news. Than it is it article than long form articles. Yeah, I do because, and, and matter of fact, here's here's the biggest argument. I, I've heard a lot of people who say they don't like the daily. One of the things that the, the, is the biggest gripe I've heard over and over again is how short the articles are, and there's no place to click to go for further reading. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that is my favorite feature. <laughs> I mean, because my my attention span for news articles are next to nil. Yeah, the, the Daily, I would say, is the magazine version of USA Today. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep, that's exactly yeah. what it is. And you know what? I gave up on I gave up on following the news uh, a long time ago just because I would get so caught up in the news and I was just like, oh, I got to find out what's going on. I got to find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, uh, you know, the obviously, there's the horrible tragedy that happened to the people of Japan and... Uh, that's been something that's been in my heart and mind for ever since I heard, first heard about it. And uh, I'll tell you what, you know, I immediately started searching the web, trying to look for video and see what's going on, reading stories about what's going on with the nuclear thing. And, and you know what? I, I'll tell you what. I love the idea of a of a multimedia experience in the daily 
mm-hmm. curating for me that news and having it available when I wake up in the morning after I've done my devotional time sitting on the chair and I just fire up the daily. I click the little video button that introduces me to the stories of the day. I <laughs> yeah. love that. The little lady, it says, hey, welcome to the daily. Yes. And she says, yeah. here's what's going on. And here's the next thing I do. This is my ritual. So I'll do that. And then I click the little button next to the video. I click the play button, which actually, they usually take about three or four stories and they- Oh, you do the reading one. Yeah, exactly. I let them read the article to me. And what's cool, and some people are like, oh, you know, my Kindle can do that. It's not text-to-speech. I think it's actually a voiceover person doing it. It is a very professional voiceover person. And, Uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, a a lot of Mac users, you know, politically lean one way or the other. And uh, a lot of people were thinking, oh, the Daily Rupert Murdoch, you know, it's probably going to have, you know, more of a Fox News, you know, slant, you know, more, more of a conservative slant. And at least in my experience, when I when I used it for two weeks, it it seems to be very agnostic on on any you know political one side or the other. It's very very right down the middle. I think it it is a little bit. Um, the the opinion polls can lean a little bit more to the right, uh, or not the opinion polls, but the opinion pieces. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, a little bit. I, I've noticed that. But um, overall, I I want to say so. What I the only thing I don't like about the play feature where it reads the audio to you. Is that you can't see the article to see where to see what they're reading? Uh, that would now that would be very cool. You hit play and it like highlights the word as it reads it or something. That'd I be pretty sweet. I don't need it to highlight the word as it reads it, but I'd like it to be able to. I would like to be able to look at the pictures that are in the article mm, as it's yeah. being read and kind of see and and see. It's like oh, we're getting close to the end of this, and then flip to the next page because some articles are two or three pages long. Yeah. And, and what I, I do love about it is the interactive, like, you know, like if there's a timeline, I can kind of explore that a little bit. And, you know, I'm not a big Sudoku, Sudoku player, so, you know, I wish there yeah. were some other, you know, like the crossword puzzles on the USA Today app. But, yeah, yeah the, the Daily's cool, and uh, I'll have to give it another look. Um, you know, I, I downloaded it the day it came out, and, and every night was reading it and digging it because, it, it, you know, it opens up to this generally a really, really vibrant, beautiful uh, picture. Yeah. All the yeah. pictures in in the, are vibrant and beautiful. I mean, mm-hmm. everything. I mean, it, it's just so crystal clear. And and the the, only, the other thing I'm going to say, another thing that I don't like is when you are in the carousel mode and it shrinks, it gives you a thumbnail of that image. I'm wondering why they didn't just go through the extra step of creating high res thumbnails. You know, yeah. specifically geared toward for that carousel. That that yeah. that's a little thing, a little tweak that that bugs me. Well, I'm hoping that now that the subscription model, you know, is out for iOS 4.3 and and iTunes and all that stuff, I really do hope we start to see uh, richer experiences for 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 subscriptions. You know, I've got a subscription to Wired magazine, uh, not on the iPad, but you know, the the Dead Tree version, and I, I would happily switch that over um, to the iPad just because. You know, I love the magazine, but you know, so I, this may be a consumption. You know, I might get more magazines or, or more content like that, subscription based, if uh, you know, if, if they bring it out and, and it's compelling and it's as good at, as far as presentation wise as the daily. And I, the, the daily, I think, has been you know they've been updating the app quite a bit, so I think the performance issues that were in the beginning are gone now. So yeah, it's it's if you've looked at it before, I think it's worth a second look. I'm definitely going to give it a second look now that we've talked about it. 
And uh, next week, I'll report back to what, you know what I think, uh, how the daily is doing, too. Very cool. I do want to share a couple more things about the daily, though, for those who aren't familiar with it, just because I, I absolutely love it. And there's some other features I want to highlight. Sure. Uh, one is that when you're in a magazine article, normally you would have like a little, you know, some pictures associated with it. And so you're reading it. Although the sometimes, not all the time, but you'll see a little play button if there is. Sometimes that, pic- that picture that you see up there is actually a thumbnail of a video and you know you're reading the story and then you can click play on the video and it gives you this very high def video that adds to the story and it's usually 2 or 3 minutes in length again all of this is my it fits perfectly into my attention span and uh so i love that there are some places where you'll see a photo and you can it's interactive and uh you know I, there was uh there's a lot of sa- like there there's been some satellite photography of um of Japan and it shows you before and after and and uh, on the left side you see before on the right side you see after and it, there's this thing in the middle that you can drag and you actually drag it over to the left and it actually shows you the entire picture with the before satellite and if you drag it over to the left it shows you the after picture of the entire satellite photo um, just think little things like that there are the, these things called hot spots so they're you know little points that you can point out and if you click there it'll pull up you know like a little pop-up message to help explain what this image is showing you um there are certain places where you'll see little play button with little headphones or something and there's like little audio clips like i'm not into sports but you know there was a sports page and and i saw this little button and i clicked to play it and it's a you know it's a little sound bite from the coach from the game and something he said just and all they had a music piece, you know, music hall of fame, and they had some. It's like this person's famous for this song, and you click play to hear what that song is. The daily is awesome. I love it. <laughs> I, I'm st- I'm still within my first two weeks of free subscription or whatever, but I am. I think it's ninety nine cents a week, or yeah, it's ninety nine cents a week, or thirty five a year. Uh, I think so. Both of them are, are, are you know. Definitely cheaper than than getting the paper. Well, I am going. I can tell you right now. As soon as it t- tells me I can't get any more for free, I am definitely going in and I am paying the thirty five dollars for the year. Sounds good. It's awesome. All right, I'm a, I'm I'm done gushing over the daily. <laughs> All right. So tell me about the i. So obviously, there's a lot of people that wanted iPad twos. They're all sold out now. Yeah, it's uh, according to Piper Jeffrey, uh, the iPad 2 is totally sold out, and they're they're sticking with the uh, Gene Munster sticking with his estimate of four hundred to five hundred thousand iPads sold over the weekend, compared with three hundred thousand of its first weekend last year. I, I'm actually going to go higher. I'm going to say seven hundred and fifty to a million were sold over the first weekend. Yeah, and um, the difference is that nearly all the iPad 2s were sold in one day. Uh, stocks were essentially depleted by Saturday and not replenished. And uh, and it's calls to retailers over the weekend. His team was unable to find a single iPad 2. And what they found with the, with their surveys and stuff is 70% of the iPad 2 buyers were brand new to the iPad compared to 23% of iPhone 4 buyers who were new to the iPhone at launch. So a lot of people uh, were waiting out for the second version of the iPad. I, You and I, of, of course, couldn't wait because um, that's just not in our DNA. Right. <laughs> well, we may not get the second one, but we'll we'll definitely get the first one. You're you're absolutely right, and and there's no doubt in my mind that I will get an iPad three. So I mean I, I'm already yeah, eagerly anticipating that. 
It sounds like a really good Father's Day gift for next year. Exactly. Something like that. <laughs> All right. So tell if my, me. If my wife is listening at, at a later date because we're recording this show right now. Exactly. So tell me about Infinity Blade uh, and its updates. Yeah, so uh, a couple a couple apps, uh, Infinity Blade, um, Real Racing 2, and Dead Space uh, were all updated over the weekend specifically for iPad 2. So they got a bunch of new like anti-aliasing and all sorts of new bloom lighting and all sorts of stuff. So they look fantastic compared to the iPad version, which kind of bums me out a little bit. But uh, Infinity Blade um, is currently on sale, I believe, for... Um, Five ninety nine, and they've updated it with all new content, a whole addition to the storyline, a bunch of new bosses and stuff like that. So, if you've got an iPad too, Infinity Blade is probably a must purchase. Uh, definitely to show off to all the people who have like the Motorola Zoom and and all that kind of stuff to show you, you know, what 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 a real tablet experience is and what kind of things you can expect. And another thing, I just kind of this isn't on the list here, but I wanted to say it real quick. Um, <clears throat> I haven't really seen any iPad 2 commercials yet. Have you? No, I have not. Okay. Um, but apparently, when you when you get a Motorola Zoom, uh, you 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 when you touch it, you go inside of a spaceship. Oh yes, <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> so uh, apparently, that that's pretty cool. I guess they're giving away spaceships with each one of their. Uh, that's what I hear. I mean, tablets, that, obviously, so. you got to believe what you see on television, right? And that's the thing. When, when, I know when the iPad commercial comes out, it's going to show them using the iPad you know, for GarageBand, I'm sure, for iMovie, doing things instead of like this uh, quasi-futuristic, model looking dude uh, scrolling through some web pages inside of a spaceship. Yeah. thing. Definitely not using the real piece of gear. Yeah. So <laughs> I wonder why, though. But I did find out that people who have the Zoom now can download, possibly, I think, download the beta of Flash 10.2 so it's all clunky and and terrible and Hulu still doesn't work. So I can watch Hulu on my iPad. <laughs> until until Apple takes it away. I'm just saying. Right now, I could yes. go watch Hulu on my iPad. I don't know if any of the Zoom people can do that yet. Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. Not that we're uh, snobbery here, uh, but we are. We, I am. We are Apple. <laughs> I am I am I am a self-confessed Apple snob now and proud of it. So let's see here. Um speaking of the the tragedy in Japan, I've heard some wonderful things about the Apple store. Yeah, it uh earlier um like a day or two ago, Kevin Rose published a set of emails about uh Apple's role in Japan during the whole earthquake. And uh it looks like someone from that works in one of the stores said uh, i'm looking here duh, 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 duh. uh the after seven hours and 118 aftershocks later the store was first what was still open why because people with the train because with the phone and train lines down taxis stopped and millions of people stuck in tokyo um with no access to tv or anything like that people were swarming into the apple stores to watch Ustream videos and contact families via Hello? Uh, are you still there uh there, there's no rule yeah, yeah, I'm here. Okay, you, you cut out for just a minute. Okay, sorry about that. Are you there? Yes. Go okay. Ahead. Um, I guess the, the Apple Store stayed clo- stayed open in Tokyo after the uh, the earthquake, and the reason was is because they're one of the only places that have free Wi-Fi and free access to computers. So which, that's pretty cool. A bunch of people were coming in and standing outside the store because their, their Wi-Fi is open all night and stuff like that. Another thing... Um, because the the trains and phones were down in Tokyo, almost everyone who worked in Tokyo was stranded in the city. 
All the hotels were booked, the roads were jammed, so hundreds of people were instantly homeless. And Apple told all their staff, retail and corporate, because they've got a corporate office in Tokyo, that they could go sleep at the Apple stores. Uh, senior managers at the stores have been notified earlier, and they didn't tell anybody this, but they've gone out, they, the, the bunch of the senior managers went out and stocked the whole store with food and drinks after the first quake hit. So it looks like a, you know, they were saying, um, you know, if you've got family that's in, it's in Tokyo, they can get here. They're more than welcome to stay at the Apple store. You know, we got food, we got places for people to sleep. Uh, you know, the theater rooms and break rooms were designed for 150 plus people in these Apple stores. They're huge. They also said that, um, you know, that people are using FaceTime and everything that, um, if anybody wanted to try their luck getting home on their own, Apple would pay for any food, drink, transportation, hotel fees that anybody incurred on their way home. They said their safety is the most important. They also said that if anybody wanted to leave the, you know, leave Japan, you know, if they, if they had family, you know, in other parts of the world that when they came back, they would have a job waiting for them if they decided to come back. So, you know, Apple's not really kind of trumpeting any of this kind of stuff or anything like that. I just think it's a really, really cool thing that, that that Apple's done for its employees in Japan. Right. And I, and I want to highlight what you just said there. This isn't Apple. Apple has not released any kind of story about this. They haven't put a press release out there about how awesome they are. Uh, this was a this was a store employee writing to Kevin Rose and a couple other influential uh, Apple related podcasters. And and basically said, this is why I love. This is why I'm an Apple fanboy. And he actually even asked his own, for his own name to be completely uh, left anonymous. Yeah. Uh, and and th- but they do know. I mean, the the people that received the email, they do know this guy. It is completely 100 percent right. legit. And, and they also that they also said executives from Cupertino and London FaceTime with everybody in the store, uh, letting them know not to worry that they supported them and they would write any any expenses off that they had. Uh, they also continued to open the doors to stranded people on the street fixing iPhones, selling battery packs, or simply teaching people how to get streaming news on their smartphones until 3 a.m. in the morning. So, yeah, you know, that's awesome, man. That's it, and I, I agree with Kevin. That's you know one of the reasons I I I, I dig this company so much, man. Yep. I mean, they're not they're not perfect. They make mistakes. Uh, occasionally, you get a you get a, a store employee that tells you you know something silly. <laughs> and and I'm speaking from experience, but overall, this is a company I love. It, it really is, and and uh, you gotta love a debt free company that's profitable. Yeah, and you know, other people are like, well, you know, I I can go to Best Buy or I can go to Walmart or whatever and get a Dell for four hundred bucks, and that's cool. But I know when I have a problem with my laptop or any other device, I you know, I have Apple, uh, you know, wireless network. I have Apple TV. I have Apple, you know, phone. I have the iPad. I have the laptop. Anytime I have a problem with any of those devices, there's a place I can go to where I don't have to call someone on the phone. You know, I don't have to go to be routed to a call center in in who knows where. Mm-hmm. I go, I make an appointment, I drive down the road, I've got a place that I can talk to someone. Nine times out of ten, I get it fixed right there on the spot, either with a new one, or they you know they replace something and give it back to me in a day or two. And I don't have to deal with any of the other things that any other you know people deal with. And to me, that that's you know that's another reason why I don't mind paying a little bit more for this stuff. Right. I would have to completely concur with you. So uh, let's see here one one last news item for the week that we have, and of course, there's a ton we could talk about. But uh, you know, we've, we we record this now on Wednesday evenings. So we got family to to be with. So uh, one last story. 
Uh, I don't know. I don't think I have any kind of like, um, you know, funeral dirge. Oh, you got it. Is that good? Oh, that's awesome. Folks, iPod's mission accomplished. The Zune is declared dead. Oh, moment. moment, How how about three seconds of silence? Okay, let me fade this out. (laughs) All right, here we go. Starting now. There you go. May- After a four and a half year run, Microsoft is going to retire the Zune media player. Ah. The Zune launched in November 2006, and the media player just never caught on. Even with the Zune HD, which was awesome and uh, yeah. it was neat, it was cool looking, just never happened. However, f- though, the software and uh, things like Zune Pass and all that kind of stuff is going to live on an iPhone uh, or in uh, Windows Phone 7 until until we play taps for that in a few years. Well, I'll tell you what. Um- Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. That's what it is. I keep, keep messing it up with Zoom, but anyway, the Zoom HD uh, had some things that I would say are were even much better than the iPad, uh, iPod. Oh, absolutely. They're, they're, I, I thought the Zoom Pass was fantastic. Zoom Pass. Didn't they have wireless syncing? Wireless syncing. Yeah. And he, mean, here's one of the things about the Zoom Pass that was kind of cool. I think it was like 15 bucks a month. You know, unlimited music, you know, all you can eat that's loaded on as long as you keep... And you get to keep, keep, like, five of them or something every month? Yeah, you get to keep five songs. So, really, it was $10 plus $5 from five songs. So, I thought I thought that was a pretty cool idea. Yeah. Absolutely. I, it, it, I'd say I, I'm sad to see it go a little bit just because I like the, I like the competition out there, to be honest with you. Yeah. But, uh... They just couldn't, they just couldn't seal the deal, man. It's like... Their software know, it, for the computer is what killed them. I'm going to tell you that right now. Really? You didn't like the Zune uh, desktop software? Did you ever see it? Yeah, I thought it was pretty. Really? I never used it. I thought it was pretty. Oh, my gosh. It was the most atrocious thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I am Here's a, the thing. If- I, am a t- I am a hardcore tech geeky nerd. <laughs> and I got confused by how ugly it was and where you had to click to go certain it, places. Yeah, if they would have launched Windows Phone 7, you know, earlier, like in 2009 when they launched the Zune HD and made the Zune HD like the iPod Touch, might be a different story, but... Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Well, I'm glad to hear that the Zune software uh, and some of the other Zune features and functionality is going to be built into other Microsoft products. But uh, I am sad to see a competitor to the iPad fall to the wayside. Yeah. Oh, I played with a Windows Phone 7 the other day, and actually, it's not too bad. I'm glad to hear that. I thought the UI was pretty cool. Very awesome. Hey, folks, if you want to get an episode each and every week of Help, I Got a Mac, guess what? You can. It's free every single week. Free? Free every week. And not only that, but there's socialmediaserenity.com. There's businesstechweekly.com. I love those shows. Tons of other podcasts over at gspn.tv, the network that brings you entertaining, educational, encouraging, and inspirational content nonstop without fail for five and a half years. And you know what? The reason it's all possible is because of our awesome, awesome community of people who actually have become gspn.tv plus members. They are the people who contribute on a monthly basis to make this stuff happen. If you want to learn how you can support the content that we do here, head over to gspn.tv slash slash plus for more details. How's all that? There you go. Thank you, Chris. All right, buddy. Baby biting dad. 
<laughs> we got to come up with some nickname for you. Yeah, we're rolling. We're rolling into the second trimester. How things are going good? Yeah, more or less. Heartbeat yet? Oh yeah, I've heard that a long time ago. Awesome. Good. Are you getting? Are you getting nervous? Uh, personally, I'm excited. Awesome. Cool. All right, man. We'll talk to you next week. Until next time, everybody, join the community. See ya.